My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 172, Hatha Yoga to Practice Contentment, or Santosha in Sanskrit. Now, today's class comes from the source text of yoga about 2,000 years ago called the Yoga Sutra, or the Threads of Yoga. And in there, there's not a whole lot of talk about asana. There's very little talk about postures. It's a lot of talk about the philosophy and the spiritual experience of yoga that we get to experience maybe through meditation or in Shavasana towards the end of the usual class. But really, the santosha part is part of what we do before the asana. It's how we approach everything. So there's 10 of these things that sort of do's and don'ts of the yoga practice, which is for another time. But the main thing we're going to focus on today is this idea of finding contentment here and now. So this word santosha in Sanskrit, it essentially means all together and present and whole. So that's the definition of contentment that we're working with, all together, present, and whole. And what's the opposite of contentment? Well, it's discontent, it's not being all together, it's not being present, and it's feeling incomplete. And pretty much everything in our modern Western society is pulling us towards these feelings of discontent, feeling incomplete, feeling not enough. And when we break down any sort of issues that we might be having, if you go into it and meditate on it, maybe journal on it, reflect on it, you'll often find at the very root of a lot of our issues is this fear that I'm not enough, essentially that I'm not content, that if I get this external thing, then I can be whole then I can feel content, then I can feel peace. And we're sort of trained in that from early childhood where the whole modern Western education system is built on, well, I need to get a good grade so I get the approval of the teacher. Right? So I memorize things and then repeat them and then I pass and then I get approval and then I get to move on to the next stage of life and the next grade. And if I keep doing that, then maybe I'll get a good grade point average and then People will think I did a good job and that will feel good. And if I don't, I'll feel bad and like I failed and like I'm not enough and I didn't do good enough. And maybe if I graduate from a good college, then I'll feel like I have this validation and approval and this worthiness. And maybe if I get this right car that is like a nice status symbol, then I'll feel contentment and then the right job and the right partner and right and all these external things. If I go on this vacation, then I can be at peace. If I move to this city, then I can be at peace. And what I'd like to suggest and consider is that it's actually completely backwards. So those external things are not going to bring us contentment and peace. And have you ever had an experience where you wanted something external and you got it and then nothing really changed? Maybe you wanted to buy the new iPhone or move to this new apartment. And yeah, maybe for the first couple of days, it's exciting and new. And then that wears off pretty quick. It's called hedonic adaptation. If you ever look into studying all this kind of stuff, it's pretty interesting. But in the old yoga text, they were talking about this, that essentially contentment has to come from within. And then all the external stuff can be something you enjoy and experience and a sense of like play and fun and curiosity and really just enjoying it. But it has to really go backwards from what we're trained in modern society. So if I think that I need the new job to feel content, if I get the job and I don't feel content, then I feel like something is really wrong with me. Like it must be me that's not doing something right because I should have felt better when I got the job, but I didn't. What's wrong with me? Right? But really there's nothing wrong with us. It's this just the whole concept and idea that we need something external to feel the contentment and peace. So in today's practice, I'll invite you to explore ways to find contentment in your body, right? And this is one of the ways where we can often feel discontent in the body. If I just lost a little weight here, then my body would be great, or I'd feel better, or I'd feel better wearing this outfit, or uh, going to the beach, or these sort of things. What if 
you felt great now and didn't matter what result you got, right? Then maybe you'll get the result anyway, but maybe not. But either way, you feel content and at peace regardless. And that's really the ultimate goal of this practice of working with contentment and santosha in ourselves. In your postures, if you're in pigeon pose, and maybe last time you did pigeon, you were very open and flexible, it was easy. And then today it's a little tighter and it's just not like, what, what happened to my body? I used to be able to do this so good. I'm getting older, I'm falling apart, right? All these voices can come up of essentially discontent. And they're essentially robbing us of being altogether present and whole in the moment. And my invitation to you is to just listen to those voices, hear them out. If you want to listen to them and follow their guidance, fine. That's totally a choice. That's an option that we have. And if you want to maybe put those voices down and not listen to those and choose different thoughts and maybe the thoughts that, you know, I'm going to be present with where my body is at today. And maybe there is some lesson in that. And can I enjoy this experience and be present and curious about my body today and just breathe into the sensation of the pose and it's just perfect the way it is. Nothing to fix, nothing to change. And sort of paradoxically, things do change when we do that, right? It's like I fully accept and approve my body as it is. I love my body as it is. And that's really the ultimate goal that we're trying to get to right? with these external things. What if we could just feel it now? We actually can. There's nothing stopping us from just choosing to, to change our thoughts and our beliefs about what's happening in the present moment. I have enough. I am enough. And this comes down to practices like gratitude, just breathing into the body in the present moment. Uh, there's lots of ways we can do this, but in today's class, I'll provide some that you can explore and hope you find helpful. And I encourage you to just explore as you go through your week, noticing where you put your contentment as contingent on something external. Right? If they would have just responded to that email, uh, that would have made my day so much easier. Or if you know that person didn't cut me off in traffic, that would have made my day so much easier. Or if these people would do this, right? All these external things we can't control. We just cannot. Uh, but the only thing we can control is what we choose to put our attention on. And we can choose to put our attention on appreciating what we have in the moment. And as we appreciate what we have, what we have appreciates, and there is more of it to appreciate. And it just keeps growing, but it starts with contentment and appreciation and not with discontent or incompleteness. Because if I feel incomplete now, why wouldn't I feel incomplete when I got the job or the car or the house or the money and the, everything else? Right? It's, it's the inside work first, and the outside is just play and maybe a reflection of what's happening internally. But it starts inside. So if you'd like some guidance with your poses and a little more uh, explanation about some of the poses, I have this new free guide called the Free Guide to the Most Common Poses of Yoga. It's at quietmind.yoga slash pose guide. There's a link in the notes. Quietmind.yoga slash pose guide. It's a video where I walk you through several of the most common poses that I teach here on the podcast. So absolutely helpful to everything you're doing here, especially if you're newer to some of the things that I teach. I do teach some unusual things. So quietmind.yoga slash pose guide, where you can get this free video training that walks you through all the most common poses I teach here on the podcast and helps you find your alignment, right? I'm all about you finding where the pose is right for you, not trying to tell you what you should do or how it should feel or try to fit everybody into a single box. We're all unique. We all have our own experiences. And I don't know what's best for you. Nobody really does except you. And I've figured out a lot of cool ways to help you find that for yourself. So check it out, quietmind.yoga slash pose guide. And if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend. And lastly, I always love to hear from you. So send me a message on Instagram at quietmind.yoga or tag me on there. I'd love to hear how your practice is going and if there's anything you'd like to see in future episodes. All right. Thank you for listening and have a great practice today. So with that in mind, we'll start to move into our physical part of our practice now. So we'll come over to your back and... Down onto your mat with your knees hugging in. So you can rock a little bit side to side, massaging your back here.
Just simple, gentle, nurturing kind of movements. And bring your hands onto your kneecaps. And as you inhale, press your knees forward to arch your back. And as you exhale, pull your knees in to round your back. A few times, slow, relaxed breathing, moving the pelvis with the breath. Now bring your feet down to the floor. His feet are about hips width apart. And bring your right ankle over your left thigh for a supine pigeon pose. And here you can stay just like that. Or hold hands behind your left thigh or left shin. Shoulders and neck relax down. Imagine your breath can go into your outer right hip. So you're bringing awareness here and this feeling of contentment and ease that no matter what you feel, if there's tension or not, there's this sort of awareness, this witnessing, observing awareness, noticing what's there. No judgment, no need to fix or change. You can move your ankles and toes here if you want. And then we'll slowly lower the feet back down to the floor into the other side, left ankle over right thigh. Maybe this side's a little tighter and you do a little less or maybe do a little more. Hold hands behind your thigh or your shin. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. You might even sort of crawl your shoulder blades together and down your back. And the Yoga Sutra is the, the, it's the sort of Bible of yoga, the Yoga Sutra, and it says that from contentment comes all happiness. Knowing you are enough, you have enough, it's the thing to figure out. Now slowly let this go and bring your feet down to the floor to bring your left foot under your right leg to your right hand. Then allow your left knee to just lower down towards the ground so you're stretching into the quads, the hip flexors, the front of the left leg. Stay just like that or add on by bringing your right knee in to your left hand. Here again, just always making sure the shoulders aren't shrugging up and doing any extra work that they don't need to here. Shoulders stay relaxed. If it's helpful, you might even contract your left glutes here, the back of your left leg, to help open the front of the left leg. Slowly lower down and switch to the other side. Same thing. Your right foot to your left hand. Let your right knee lower. And then your left knee to your right hand. Here again on this side, you could contract your right glutes if that's helpful to open the front of the hip.
And I'll slowly let that go. Both feet on the floor. And feet about hips width apart. And we'll start to move the spine with the breath. Now inhaling up into bridge pose. Peel your spine up one vertebrae at a time. And as you exhale, lower one vertebrae at a time, back down. Just peeling the spine up on the inhale. And down on the exhales. A couple times at your own pace, no rush. Next time you come up, we'll stay there in the bridge pose. Now starting to get more active and build some strength through the back of the legs. If you want more here, you could crawl your shoulder blades together and down on your back and release your hands underneath you and press your arms down. And then we'll just let all that go, coming out the way you came in into happy baby pose. Hold outside of your knees, shins, or feet. And you can stay still or rock side to side. You can bend one knee at a time. Now bring the soles of your feet together down to the ground in supine bound angle, our last hip opener here. So we've just worked our way around all the major muscles of the hips, the last being the adductors here now in the inner hips. Bringing this awareness of the whole body together with this intention of contentment and knowing you're enough, you have enough, no judgment, no need to fix or change anything in the body. And maybe you notice like I, I often do, if you just have that intention, there's a sort of softness that happens where the muscles become less tense, hold less tension. And then start to bring your knees back towards each other and hug your knees in now to rock forward and back from your tail to your shoulders along the length of your spine. Massaging the back a couple times and all the way up to sitting into a comfortable seated posture again here with the hands now on the knees to move your spine forward and back. So kind of like cat-cow as you inhale, coming forward, lifting your heart. As you exhale, rounding back, drawing your chin in. It's a few times with your breath. Moving your spine through its range of motion forward and back. Then we'll come to a more neutral spine, sitting tall, to walk your uh, right arm out to your right, and your left arm overhead. And you could stay just like that, or start to bend your right elbow a little more. Also turn your chest and shoulders down or up, finding different angles depending where tension is in your body what feels right for you. Then we'll come back up and over to the other side. Same thing. Side bent. And again, you could bend your left elbow to come further down. You could open your ribs up or down, depending where it feels best for you. You can let your head kind of hang down or Move your neck around if you want. 
And then we'll come back up to sitting. And here, uh, just moving the neck a little bit in circles and movements. We'll come back to working with the neck a little more later. But here, just simple movements, jaw relaxed. If anything feels uncomfortable or sensitive, just work around that, I'm not trying to force anything here. Again, the sense of ease and contentment with the neck, jaw relaxed. Then we'll come back to center and over to hands and knees. And here, now we've got a little more room to work with in the spine. So moving side to side, forward and back, through the hips all the way up to the top of the head. So the whole spine, moving any way that feels good. Becoming more fluid, less rigid, less stiff and tense in the back. And we'll come back to a neutral spine for a cat-cow movement here as you exhale, rounding your back. As you inhale, extending your spine. A few times with your breath. And back to a neutral spine. And we'll come into a cat pose and hold there, rounding the back. Chin drawing in. And then you can stay here or move to a rabbit pose, a deeper forward bend. So you can bring your forehead towards your knees and your hands grab onto your knees to lift your hips up and round the back. And we'll let that go. Coming back to a neutral spine, just letting your spine sort of reset. And then to a cow pose, letting your ribs sag down, heart lifts. And then from here, reach your arms out like a Y into a puppy dog pose, or Anahatasana, the heart chakra pose. So your forehead can be down, or if your neck's feeling more open, have your chin down here. Hips stay right over the knees, so you get this uh, big extension of the spine here. And then from here, thread your left arm underneath you into a twist. Left shoulder down, left side of head down. And you could press into your right hand to give you a little more rotation. You could also extend your right leg straight back and press your foot into the floor to give you a different angle of the twist here. And slowly come back to center over to the other side. Same thing, the right arm threads through. Left hand can press, left foot can press. And from here, slowly come back to the center and ease into downward facing dog. So you can start to bend one knee at a time. Shifting weight side to side. Then we'll let the left knee bend and press into the right heel. Hold and breathe there. Stretching a little more into the right calf, ankle, maybe the hamstrings. And then to the other side, 
right knee bends, left heel presses down. And then both heels pressing down, downward facing dog. And back to the hands and knees. And we'll come into this low lunge with the right foot forward, left knee down. And start to move a little forward and back now with the breath. Inhale forward into the lunge. And exhale back into half split, straightening the leg. Two times with your breath. Inhale forward and exhale back. Next time you come back, we'll stay there in the half splits. So the more tense you feel here, the more you can bend your right knee. But find a little length in your spine, a little lift in the heart, and focus on shortening the distance between your belly and your thigh, rather than rounding the back like cat pose. And then we'll come forward into the lunge. And now here, you can feel into how you're feeling today. Maybe you want more grounding, come down into a slightly deeper stretch in the lizard lunge. Or more energizing, come up into Anjaneyasana with the arms up like a Y or a W. And we'll hold and breathe here, some version of the lunge. And from here, we'll all lower the hands down and step up to the front of your mat and to a forward fold. Feet about hips width apart. Knees can bend. You can hold the elbows here. Let your head hang down. Or you can make this more active by grabbing onto your legs and focusing on straightening the legs to fold in. Wherever you're at, finding this sense of ease and contentment even as we start to get into the more active postures, bigger postures now. Lower your hands and step your right knee back and down into the low lunge. And we'll start to move with the breath here, inhaling forward lunge, exhaling back, half splits. A few times with your breath creating a wave and rhythm of breathing. Next time you come back to the half splits, we'll hold and breathe here. Again, if this side's a little tighter, you might bend your knee more, finding length in your spine and folding at the waist any amount. Hey, Cindy, I saw you just joined. I'm going to put you on mute here. And then from here, we'll slowly come forward into the uh, low lunge. And again, you might do the low one with the hands down, lizard lunge, hand, hands inside the foot, or Anjaneyasana, arms rising up. And from here, we'll all bring hands down to the floor and step up to a standing forward fold at the front of your mat. Knees can bend. You can hold on to elbows. Let your head hang down. And 
And with a bend in your knees, slowly roll up your spine one vertebrae at a time. Use your core to help you rise up to mountain pose. And we'll hold and breathe here. You can kind of walk your feet out for a moment and just kind of find where it feels natural for your legs to land. Again, this sense of contentment with the body. So it doesn't matter exactly what your poses look like. It's what feels natural and right for your body. So for you, your mountain pose, your feet might be a little turned out or more straight on. Whatever feels right for you here. And here in mountain, let's just kind of shrug the shoulders up and notice if there's any tension there that we can lower the shoulders and let that tension soften a little bit. Now we'll start to move with the breath, linking breath and movement with the ones we've already done. So as you inhale, reach your arms up overhead. And exhale, forward fold, come all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up, lengthen your spine. Exhale, left knee back and down into a low lunge. Inhale, sweep your arms up on Janayasana. Exhale, lower hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up, lengthen your spine. Exhale, lower hands, right knee back and down. Inhale, arms up like a Y. Exhale, lower hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, long spine. Exhale, forward fold, round the back. Inhale, reach all the way up, your strong core to reach up. And exhale, hands to heart. So that's one round, continuing now. Inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale, lower hands, left knee back and down. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, lower hands, step forward. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, lower hands, right knee back and down. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, lower hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, long spine. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, reach all the way up, arms overhead. And exhale, hands to heart. One more time, inhale, reach up. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, left knee back and down, low lunge. Inhale, arms sweep up. Exhale, lower hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, lengthen your spine, lift your heart. Exhale, lower hands, right knee back and down. Inhale, sweep your arms up like a Y. Exhale, lower hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, long spine, heart lifts. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, reach all the way up, arms overhead. And exhale, hands to heart and arms beside you in mountain pose again. Just noticing what you notice here. Notice the temperature on your skin. Maybe you feel a little warmer. Notice your breathing if it got shallow and if there's space in the belly, maybe a little more space for deeper breaths. Adding on here, let's inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down.
Inhale the lift halfway. And exhale to step your left foot back. Keep your left knee lifted this time. And use the strength of your legs to let your hands float off the ground into a high crescent lunge. So your arms could be reaching back, lifting your heart like locust. Or again, you could have the arms up like a Y or a W. So whatever feels right for your body here, hold and breathe in this high lunge. So now we get more active and it helps to focus your eyes on a single spot to help with your balance here. Warrior two, turn your back heel down, reach your arms out like a T. Front knee, tracking towards the front middle toes, straight ahead. Shoulder blades slightly together and down on your back. This warrior two. Your feet slightly pressing down and apart to strengthen your outer hips. Now we'll all turn the palms up and reach back reverse warrior. To side angle pose, right forearm to thigh. And then your left arm here can reach out or sweep in circles in any way that feels good for the shoulder, both directions. Now wrap your left arm around your back and hold here, opening your left ribs towards the ceiling. You can look up, more strengthening of the neck, or look down, more releasing of tension in the neck. Lower your hands down to the floor into a plank pose, high push-up position. Hold and breathe here, getting more active now through the front of the body. Energetically try to slide your hands and feet towards each other. They don't actually move, but inside your lower belly activates. Deep core muscles activate. And we'll lower all the way down to the stomach to either cobra or locust here, lifting your heart, lifting your hands, lifting your feet, slightly bend the knees, and here you can reach your arms straight back into locust if you want, with straight elbows. Either way, the back of the body activating, strengthening your shoulder blades together and down. And we'll let that go. Back to downward facing dog. Now lengthening the back of the body again. You can bend one knee at a time here. Couple breaths here. And we'll walk up to the front of the mat again to a forward fold. Knees can bend. Lift halfway up to lengthen your spine. And fold into round your back. Reach all the way up to standing and arms overhead. And exhale, hands to heart, back to mountain pose. And just notice the left and right side of the body. Part of cultivating contentment means observing these changes and knowing that there's this part of us that can observe the changes, this sort of objective point of view. And sometimes things are easier, sometimes things are harder, tighter, more open. Right? All these different polarities come and go, but that observing part of us stays the same and it doesn't need anything to change. So now moving with the other side of the body, we'll inhale to reach the arms up overhead. And exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up, long spine. And exhale, lower hands and step your right foot back. 
Setting up for the high lunge on this side, hands float off the ground, either like locust pose, reaching arms back, or to the high lunge, arms up like a Y or a W. Again, find a spot to focus your eyes here. Steady breath. And warrior two, turn your back heel down, arms out like a T. Feet pressed down and apart, shoulder blades together and down on your back. Gaze over the front fingertips, focusing the eyes. Palms up, reverse warrior, reach back. And left forearm to thigh, side angle pose. Right arm can reach out or make circles and movements for the shoulder. All wrap the right arm around the back, palm faces away. You could stay just like that, or turn your head up towards the ceiling or down towards the floor, whichever feels best for you. Now lower the hands down, back to plank pose, high push-up position. Hold and breathe here, building strength in the front of the body. Now if you want to add on, bring your left hand to your right shoulder, finding a little balance. And then lower down. You could switch to the other side, right hand to left shoulder. And lower back down. If you want to add on here, lifting your left leg, just lifting the leg. And then the other leg. And back down all the way to your stomach. Cobra or locust. Back bend here. Lifting the heart. Lifting the hands. Shoulder blades together. Lifting the legs. And then lower back to downward facing dog. Look between the hands, step or hop up to the front. Inhale, lift halfway up, lengthen your spine. Exhale, forward fold, round your back. Inhale to reach all the way up to standing, arms overhead. And exhale, hands to heart. Arms beside you, back to mountain. Noticing what's changed since last time you were here, and even since the first time you were here today. Next inhale, reach the arms up overhead. And exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. And exhale, lower hand, step your left knee back and down. And we'll all come into a lizard lunge here, hands down inside of the foot, and maybe down to one elbow or both elbows into lizard pose. So now moving into some deeper flexibility here. But we'll still do some, some balancing stuff here in a minute. Now back up to your hands and turn this into skandasana. So your left toes tuck and you turn to your left, your hands and your hips turning out, left toes turn up. So you're in this low squat on your right side. Yep, and your right heel can be down or lifted. It's a little harder with the right heel down. 
So either way, holding here in the uh, Skandasana pose, you could challenge your balance if you want by bringing your hands to your heart. Find a spot to focus your eyes. And then we'll slowly go over to the other side. Skandasana, left knee bends, right toes turn up. few breaths here, holding and balancing. And then we'll slowly come into a wide-legged forward fold. Hands under shoulders. Feet are a couple feet apart. Not too wide, not too close. And walk your hands towards your left foot now into a uh, Lunging position towards the back of your mat. Right knee down for this uh, lizard stretch here on this side. Down into the hands or one elbow or both elbows. We'll hold and breathe here. start to come back to the hands, back to that lunging position, and just turn to your right into a wide-legged forward fold. Get real long in your spine here with hands under shoulders, and then fold at your waist any amount over the legs. A few breaths here, getting a little deeper flexibility now in the back of the legs, the inner legs. Then we'll start to bring hands back under the shoulders and heel toe your feet in a couple steps to uh, horse stance, hands on your thighs. And turn shoulder to opposite knee, left to right. And we'll come back to the center and holding there. Maybe bring your feet in just an inch or two closer so you can lift onto your heels, strengthening your calves and balance here. And goddess pose, maybe hands to the heart, challenging your balance. If that's too much, you just let your heels down. But if you can keep your heels lifted, hold and breathe here. And we'll let the heels down and heel toe the feet in a step or two down to Malasana, low squat. Heels down, hands at the heart or arms on the floor to help you balance. And we'll lower the hands down behind to come down to your tail. And feet together, knees apart in seated bound angle pose, Baddha Konasana. Long spine to fold over the legs. And you can do that version. Or if you want to add more hamstrings as well, you can do the wide angle pose. The legs straight out and fold over the legs that way. But either way, we'll have a few breaths here. About a minute or so. to come back up. Keep your uh, left foot in. Extend your right leg straight out to Janashashasana, head-to-knee pose, folding over the leg.
Now we'll slowly transition to the other side. Same thing. Slowly back up. Extend both legs straight out. So you lean back onto your hands and lift your heart. So we're moving the spine in the opposite of what's been going the last few poses. You could lift your chin here. If you want more, you could bring your legs together, point your toes, and lift your hips into a reverse plank. If your neck's okay, you could even let your head hang back. And slow and controlled back down to sitting with both legs straight now into Paschimottanasana. But you can also bend your knees and focus more on the upper back stretching, folding over both legs or both legs straight, focusing more on the hamstrings. Doesn't matter how far you go. This is one of those poses that can feel like it's, it's hard, it's easy to compare ourselves to others or think that we should go further. Uh, but really just finding this sense of contentment of knowing that wherever you are is perfect for your, your body right now. Finding a sense of ease, softness, allowing. And we'll slowly start to sit back up here. And lean back on your hands again, so you have your knees bent, feet on the ground. So in this sort of crab shape, let your knees move side to side like windshield wipers. And let your knees lower to your left, right knee into your left foot. To turn into deer pose down into your hands or elbows. So you're stretching into your lower right side of your back and the QL muscles. Slowly come up to the other side, same thing. Knees to your right. Bring your left knee to your right foot and turn down to the ground. Hands or elbows, or stacking your hands, head on the hands. Breathing into the lower left side of your back. Allowing slow, relaxed breathing. Slowly come back up over to sitting again, comfortable seated posture. And here, let's move the spine any way that feels good, forward, back, side to side. Just feeling things out, maybe noticing what's changed since you started here. And then back to a neutral spine, a little lift in your heart, shoulders relaxed. And we'll start to draw a big letter O with the nose in one direction, jaws relaxed. And if it feels good for you, you might even make a yawning motion with your jaw. And slowly in the other direction, drawing a circle with the nose. Notice if there's any extra tension in your hands or your, sh or your shoulders that doesn't need to be there. That could soften. 
And we'll slowly come back to the center and neutral spine. So we'll create a little resistance or the tension and release for the neck. So bring your hand to your forehead and press your head into your hand to tense up the muscles of the neck. Hold that tension there. And then we'll let that go and bring your hand behind your head and press into the hand, holding some tension here. So creating tension in your neck so that we can let it go. And it might even relax more after this. Then we'll let that one go and bring your hand to the side of your head, either side, and press into the hand, create a resistance with the hand. So you wanna feel your muscles in the neck tightening up. And then we'll let that go. And then hand, other hand to the side of the head, hold and tense up. And we'll let that go. And just turn your head left to right, like you're looking left to right, just a rotation in the neck. And then we'll come back to the center and just lift and lower your chin. So flexion and extension of the neck. Chin to chest and then chin towards the ceiling a couple times. And now any movements of the neck any way that feels good. Could be circles or certain spots. Just feeling that out. And back to center. And now we'll shrug the shoulders up towards the ears, holding this tension in the shoulders and upper traps. It's a common area of tension for a lot of people. So we'll hold that here and start to fatigue those muscles by holding this tension. So often those muscles get weak and just hold on to some tension. So if we just hold this here, the, eventually the muscles will sort of get tired of holding it. And slowly let that go. Shoulders relaxing and neck moving freely. We'll do that again. Tense up your shoulders, shrug up towards the ears. Hold on to that tension. Keep holding it. It's going to start to get a little uncomfortable maybe, and that's okay. It's kind of working out that tension there. And let it go, neck moves freely. And one last time, we'll tense up the upper traps, the shoulders. These muscles are like a triangle from your shoulders to your neck. So you kind of squeeze together and up. Now keep your left arm doing this movement, but your right hand grabs onto that muscle now. So hold onto that tension with your hand sort of squeezing, massaging there, holding that tension still. And get a really firm grip with your hand. Hold it real firm and then slowly uh, keep holding the grip, but slowly let your shoulder unshrug. So we're getting into these deeper muscles here in the upper traps. Holding on tight and sort of now you can squeeze and release with your hand, sort of massaging that area. Of course, make sure it's not painful at all, but sort of like a nice deep massage loosening up the tension there. And we'll do the same thing on the other side. Now shrug up your right shoulder, hold that tension and use your left hand to grab on. As you're grabbing on, slowly lower the shoulder down, but keep holding onto the muscle. And then you can sort of squeeze and release several times, like a deep massage for yourself here. And then we'll let that go. And any last little movements of the neck and shoulders, just noticing how it feels here. And we'll come into just sitting neutrally here in tall spine, shoulders relaxed. Noticing your body, your breath. Bringing awareness into your feet, your legs upper body, arms, and head and neck. Whatever you felt today, wherever your body's at, open, tense, whatever's going on, it's all perfectly fine. There's a sort of contentment 
of just observing these cycles that we go through. The pure witnessing awareness that is neutral, calm, centered in all situations. Stay here in meditation for the last two minutes or come down to your back in Shavasana, the legs out. Or if there's something else you want to do for Shavasana, like legs up the wall, you can do that as well. Make your last little adjustments here to just settle in for this last part of our practice in stillness. Observing the body and breath and the mind from the sense of contentment. Knowing you are enough, you have enough. Nothing to fix or change. Things will change, you will change things, but it comes from this acting from a place of contentment, not from a place of discontent or scarcity or fear. Feeling the support of the ground beneath you. strength of your body and the flexibility of your body. Letting this awareness, this contentment and ease infuse your movements now as you slowly start to transition. Make any movements you like to eventually transition back to a comfortable seated posture. And we'll have moments to close the practice with hands together at the heart and bow the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.